This episode is brought to you by Splash Refresher. I believe in the three beverage rotation on my desk at all times. One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash, they spice it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. My flavor that I've been enjoying the most lately is the wild berry. Keep one on your desk. You'll be hydrated in no time. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Betches Media presents Ha ha, laugh, funny Mention it all A Bravo by Betches podcast We don't say that, but now we said it With Dylan Hafer Hold on, check me, bro And Barry Rosenfeld I need to start drinking alcohol Now go to sleep, we Hey everyone, welcome back to the Mention It All podcast I'm Dylan Hafer And I'm Barry Rosenfeld And we are Back. We're back with a vengeance. Summer is officially I, over, but not because it's not we still a, have a summer few more weeks. It's not officially over. Like I summer I, lifestyle is officially. I feel over. like the whole like I feel like people make such a big deal out of like the end of August being like the end of summer. And I'm like, it's it's like I'm still sweating. <laughs> okay. I didn't like I guess if you're the kind of person who like spends the whole summer in the Hamptons or wherever, then you're like sad it's over. But I'm like, I'm still in my apartment. It's still hot. I don't know. Like, what am I supposed to do? Like, <laughs> it has gotten a little cooler. I have to say it's up and it's been up and down. Yeah. Like I, um, I spent a lot of time outside this weekend. Like it was nice. But did you have a nice weekend? Did you enjoy yourself? I did. I really did. I went to the U S open for two, mm-hmm. two of our four days of the weekend. And, um, I had a really good time. Yeah, I did. I did. Yeah. I remember I remembered sunscreen yesterday. Thank Not goodness. the first day I went, but I was in the shade for most of the day. But like the hour or so that I was in yeah. direct sun was when you're just sitting there, that I was like, mm-hmm. ooh, ooh. yeah, US Open is no bueno when you're sitting there all day in the sun. Like, but it's a fun time. You can't complain. But it is a fun time. I had like a big mental break. Not break down, just break. Like, did not think of oh, okay, okay, anything. Like, like a pause. I need, yeah, like I needed this. Like, I wasn't sure where that was going because I was like, did you have a break, a break, <laughs> not a down, no. a breakdown, <laughs> just a break, a just a psychotic break. break. <laughs> I didn't go anywhere. I hung out with my friends a lot. Like, went to di- like just all of us I just like that. disconnected and did not. And then anytime if anyone thought about work, I was like, no. Like in a lot, I, I was like, no, <laughs> I will say usually when we have like days off or week, you know, like it's stressful, whatever, I feel like I still, dev- even if I'm not physically working a lot, I tend to devote a lot of mental energy to work and checking things and making sure I'm not missing anything. And this weekend I feel like was the most in a while that I've really been like, not thinking about it in a way where it was like, I needed that. Not like I was like neglecting something. Correct. Like someone from work yesterday texted me. was like, are you working? And I go, not really. Ha ha. As in like, yeah, I still was, but I was like trying not to. Oh no, that's (laughs) honestly, that was part of my thought process. Getting tennis tickets for Tuesday. Cause we had, we still had Tuesday off. I was like, no, no, no. Like I will not be at my computer. Right. Whether you want me to. But you know what we still did have? Bravo. Bravo. (laughs) Oh, that was so cute. Like, we both knew. Like, we both knew. Okay. Yeah, we still had Bravo. Quick question, because the answer for me is no. Did you watch the New York 
no. so this happened no. episode I last actually night. was scrolling through channels saw it was on and kept going because i was like i don't need this I might, in my life depending how hectic my day turns out i might watch it later and then i can like debrief on tomorrow's episode <laughs> okay just because i feel like Okay, so now rumor has it there might be a reunion, right. but we still don't really know. But I still feel like I don't really care. But at the same time, if there's no reunion and this weird bonus episode is like truly the last thing we get from the season, I feel like I kind of should watch it. So yeah, I, pro- I probably will. But at the same time, I'm like, who gives a you know? But here's my thoughts on if there's a reunion. Of course, we're like gonna watch it, and mm-hmm. I wish I didn't say be excited, but. When there are new shows, like when we have a break this long from when it ended to the to the reunion, new shows are going to have already started. We won't care at all about New York's Salt, reunion. Salt Lake City, Salt Lake City is, first two minutes is better Salt, than whatever New York reunion. Salt Lake reunion. City is skiing down the slope about to knock we, Ramona. You know, Ramona's an Aspen. She she should watch out. <laughs> so they, I heard their taglines because remember when we watched, they, I was like, where are the taglines? They weren't yes. out yet. They have the taglines. And I was like, we have the tag. oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. I have Jen. to say, <laughs> I think writing wise, the taglines are extremely strong. Delivery wise, no! I wish some of them would have gotten another take. <laughs> I know. Like, I, that always, it's, uh, I know these women aren't actresses. They're not, you know, <clears throat> orators. But it frustrates me when somebody has a really great tagline and the delivery is is just not quite right. Like when Cameron, when Cameron Westcott was like, I have heels that are higher than your standards. And it's like, that's such a good tagline. But you like, sounds yeah. like you were reading it out of a picture book. It's actually funny you say that because I think Lisa's out of all of them to me, it almost oh, sounded God. like she was talking to some, like it didn't. It was like too casual. Yes. It's like, I want you to be like, the taglines are supposed to be like over the top. And so she's like, she's like, I like myself enough for the both of us. It's like, n- n- no, like d- deliver the line. Come on. <laughs> but, you know, but you know, Jet, the only thing Jen is guilty of is being shy. Amazing. <laughs> Come on, girlfriend. Like that's nothing to somebody joke about. Like, somebody was like, who let like, her? No, so, somebody <laughs> said to me, they were like, who wrote that tagline and why was she okay with saying it? I'm like, baby, she wa- she loved that tagline. She loved it. You heard, she gave the best delivery, but honestly, like, <laughs> it's like that, that meme where it's like, who's going to tell her? <laughs> no, who's going like, to tell <laughs> I personally am a big fan of Mary Cosby threatening to send Jesus after <clears throat> me. <laughs> I, they were all good, but you want to know something which is going around TikTok now, which is. We'll obviously get more into detail once the show actually premieres, which is next of week. Course. But but we're not going to talk about we're not going to talk about Salt Lake City. We're just going to roll with it. But honestly, everyone's like, who tipped off the feds? Who tipped off the feds? And someone like made a good point. They're like, no one tipped off the feds. The feds are fully aware and they are the ones that like yeah. have to like do this themselves. Like no one was like, hey, God, hey, feds, Jen is on the van on the way to her. Right. Like, I think it's funny that we're, I mean, maybe there was like an informant involved. Like there was some talk about that. Like maybe it was in the glam squad or who knows, (laughs) who knows? That's a whole other true crime miniseries that hopefully we get someday. But yeah, it is funny when people are like, did Meredith tip off the feds? It's like, she could have, but like the feds are not relying on people like Meredith to get their work done. Imagine. Like they have, like, other, they have other routes. Do you know how many people 
involved in like the show or the production or surrounding these women probably knew that they were meeting at beauty lab that day. Like <laughs> any, cause like literally anybody that's involved with filming at all, which is obviously the women in the cast, whoever they're like working with, like their teams, they're, right. Their team, everybody on the actual crew of the show. And like, however many people, you know, at the production company network, whatever, like, it's not like, it's not like these five women are the only ones who knew they were going to be in that parking lot. Like the van on. driver, the van driver the van, could be guilty. The van, oh, the van driver. Yep, oh no my one God. thought about that. <laughs> I, Oh my God. Who, what if the van driver is like Megan King Edmonds in like a disguise? <laughs> With like a mask <gasps> on. <laughs> oh God. I hope, I hope. Oh my God, that'd be fucking awesome. Okay. Let's, let's table Salt Lake city because yes. we're going to be talking about it in like Ooh. four days. Um, let's talk about Potomac because we were not around on Monday this week. Our apologies. Um, This is a classic getting back from the trip, debriefing with the husbands, you know, kind of picking up the pieces of the trip drama and like molding it into a new, a new like creation of what we're going to be doing now, which is, you know, Wendy is still mad at Giselle Karen still wants an apology. Uh, you know, Ashley is now post baby and is dealing with that whole thing. Uh, Candace is very heated with Ashley over how she handled. It reminds me of like a roller tra- coaster, like, and, yeah. the, and, and we're bracing ourselves for the next fight because like we're home, everyone's talking shit and then we'll get back together and it'll explode. Well, and I think one thing that I like about Potomac is the relationship dynamics are so complex and layered and we have you know Candace and Chris is a whole thing Michael and Ashley is a whole thing Robin and Juan is a whole thing Mm -hmm. and you know it's it's nice because when you're on the trip you don't really see that and so this episode it was good to kind of check in with some of the relationships especially Candace and Chris who yeah I seem to be in a little bit of an up and down position because one day I said in the beginning of the season so one day they're laughing and like joking about how Giselle, you know, had this throughout this riding on the coattails thing. And they're like, ha ha, she doesn't have a clue. Like she just doesn't know what it's like to have a positive relationship. And then like the next day they're screaming at each other over some lemon pepper wings because Chris can't be at one day of the video shoot. And he's like, look, like, am I not allowed to do my own thing? And it's like, Okay, this isn't exactly what Giselle was saying. Right. But it's not not what Giselle was saying. Like there clearly is a, an issue there where they've tried to combine their work together and clearly they're not quite on the same page and it's like Giselle was wrong in the way she like said it, but there is something there. I think that from a big picture, they thought, oh, this will work out. This is so easy. Like, you know, you just make the schedule. But, like, they didn't look in the, like, small yeah. details of that. And a big part of that conversation was that Chris is like, I also have to work. Like, and that is my schedule. And so you right. kind of, they almost need an assistant manager. No joke. Yes, to, I, in, in between. It seems like they're not. I feel like his idea of this arrangement is that he is, like, there to support her and to help facilitate things like as much as he can. And her idea of the arrangement is like, he is at my beck and call every second of every day. Yeah. And like, 
you know, neither of those things are necessarily bad, but it's a problem that they're not on the same page about it. And, you know, they like as much as I think Candace is being a little unreasonable, they do show like three different instances just that we've seen of when it was like he couldn't be there for something or he had to like call in. And so I understand from her point, if she feels like the arrangement was supposed to be something else and that's not what she's getting, that's obviously frustrating, but it's like your marriage still needs to come first. So like you guys need to get on the same page or else it's like not going to end well. And she, oh my God, when she has the full, usually we just see the little tissue with the corner. (laughs) Now she has the full cloth napkin. It was the napkin like from Archie's house. (laughs) She's holding it like six inches away from her face and it's just poking out to get the inner corner of her eye. That was cinematic excellence. Summer is fast approaching, which means more social events, more weddings to attend, more nights on the town, and hopefully more vacations. That's why I'm so thankful for today's sponsor, Honey Love, for covering us with the best shapewear. With Honey Love, you can feel your best even when you're wearing less. They've revolutionized compression technology so you no longer have to feel like you're suffocating while wearing effective shapewear. Plus, they're the only shapewear that won't ever roll down no matter how much you groove on the dance floor. For a limited time only, you can get Honey Love on sale. Get 20% off your entire order with our exclusive link, honeylove.com slash MIA. Support our show and check them out at honeylove.com slash MIA. When talking about shapewear, Honey Love's best-selling superpower short is the go-to. It has targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas where you want more support and areas where you need less compression. Their signature X targets and sculpts your midsection without squeezing your natural curves. The superpower short is helping ladies everywhere sculpt and smooth from stomach to thigh by offering just the perfect amount of compression. This piece is also a booty lifter. Boost bands on the back of the thigh give your bottom an amazing shape. Treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market and save 20% off at Honey honeylove.com slash MIA. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com slash MIA. After you purchase, they'll ask where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. The summer vibes are just getting started, honeys. Shape your life with Honey Love. I feel like we've all had that moment where you're at somebody's wedding and you're looking around the food, the venue, the music, the overall vibe. And you're making like that mental checklist of if I were planning a wedding right now, maybe you are, maybe you aren't. What would I want to copy from this? What would I want to change? What would I want to tweak? Well, I've been a part of my fair share of weddings over the years, and I know just how stressful the process can be. You go from that newly engaged bliss to overwhelmed by invitation paper and flower colors in the blink of an eye. But using Zola helps with wedding planning from start to finish and makes every decision easier so you can stay in your bliss. With Zola, you can plan your entire wedding in one convenient place. From the day you get engaged and search for the venue to the day you send out your save the dates, make your registry, and even taste your cake, Zola has literally everything you need to make the whole process super easy and even maybe enjoyable. There's even a five-star app that helps you plan on the go or on your couch. Zola helps couples plan the wedding they really want. With tons of unique features and personalized recommendations based on a couple's preferences, every Zola wedding is as unique as the couple planning it. They've thought of everything you'll need and have built every tool to get you to I do, including customized checklists to get you moving, keep you on track, and prepare you for what's next. Start planning at Zola.com. That's Z-O-L-A dot com. But I also love when Chris was now, he had left and was waiting in the car and she was like, why am I paying for this? <laughs> It is funny. Like I, you know, as a, as a single person, I, uh, you know, I don't have a day-to-day reference point of like combining finances, Mm -hmm. but I feel like if you've been married for 
they've been married for what, like two or three years at this point. Like it's what, right. It, sh- it's it shouldn't, one. it shouldn't matter who's quote unquote paying for who's physically dinner. putting the card down. Right. Like even like, I know that there are couples who like keep separate bank accounts or whatever, but it's like, it doesn't like you own a house together. It, it shouldn't matter. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Um. Okay. Wait. So I want to talk about Giselle and Robin's podcast because yes, as much as I was like, oh, we do not need this. It was actually nice to see the dynamic between the two of them, like not just at lunch or not just at like they took that to like a professional yeah. level. And I I did kind of somewhat <sighs> enjoy it. But also the fact that Robin said I don't like to want to say the word admitted because like she's not like a liar. She's just as open about it. But she said like she's not shocked that Giselle and Jamal aren't together. And I was like, huh, we needed someone on Giselle's camp to say that, you know, like, yeah, she kind of expressed that earlier in the season, but I feel like because Giselle sort of implied said whatever that Jamal cheated on her again, which Giselle has she- been way more open about this lately. It was weird though, because Giselle basically said like every, like a man will cheat again, you know, what else are we supposed to take from that? But that it's her saying Jamal cheated. But then in the confessional, she's like, no, 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 I didn't say that. Like, ah, and I don't know how much of that is like, she doesn't want to make the father of her children look bad or, you know, I feel like she has some other kind of like, you know, she's trying, she doesn't want to like drag anyone or whatever. I mean, when it's her, when it's not one of the other women in the group, but like, <laughs> She kind of is waffling back and forth on how much information she wants to share. Yeah. I, I am glad we're at the point where she doesn't have to pretend like the relationship is in limbo. Cause it's like the relationship's not happening. It's fine. And you know, like I think that's for the best for her longer term. So right. It's, I'm not sad. There is no relationship. There's no intimate relationship, but there's still always going to be a relationship well, because yeah. they're, He's they are not together. Father of her children. But you know what? At least we're probably, probably not going to see Jamal on this season. I, uh, Jamal, Jamal will not be joining. Um, I've heard their <laughs> podcast is really fun. I've, I know a few people who listen and it's it sounds like it's entertaining. I like that they record sitting right next to each other on, at like this table. I'm like, Barry, should we do that? It's I like talking across though because you're just like when you're out to eat like you're having a conversation and t- let me tell you something you know when you see people out to eat sitting next to each other it's really weird i ha- i think it's weird there is, oh there's nothing more cringe than the couples <gasps> who like sit on the same side of the table it's i don't like, want to sit next to you get a fucking life i went on a date once and he was like one like i'll sit here and i was like that well that i it already wasn't off to a good start but i was like sure come sit i feel like i'm babysitting to me, to me that literally just feels like they want to like grope like they want to <laughs> like rub your thigh the whole time like that's what I'm that says to me that. yes you know like it right, didn't like, end well no, okay, good. Yeah, I mean, I figured, but <laughs> okay. So <gasps> Ashley and Michael take baby Dylan, our second little baby. I I'm so used to saying baby Dean, and yeah. that's like not the baby anymore. Um, they t- take him to like a massage, holistic therapist. massage therapist. Basically, so D, D Dylan, I was going to say Dean, is having a tough time. Dylan latching. has a problem sh- knowing someone else has his name. He cannot this. <laughs> Let me just, let me just, this baby has the audacity to be named. It's rude. It's rude. (laughs) 
It's weird. And Ashley didn't even credit me or anything. No. And, you know, she chose that name after she was on this podcast. So I choose to believe no, she knew you existed. That she was inspired. She was, I've met her twice. You know, she knows. She's, she's messy. She, you know, <laughs> at the end of the day, she has to go to sleep knowing. She named her baby after My you. conscience is clear. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So. They they think there's like some issue with this like lip or I don't know baby things. It was like so it was interesting to see this like massage technique and Michael had a lot of questions. I was like, wow, you're really involved as a father. That's new. Michael was really digging for her credentials, and I was like, you're already in the office. You see, the woman was like, really, my certificates are hanging on the wall. He was like, what's he, your success rate? He's like, so on a scale of one to Jesus Christ, how many miracles are you doing a day? <laughs> Like, it's one thing to ask, like, okay, so, like, what's the technique like? But to be like, list the three most impressive things you've ever done. (laughs) And she, it was funny because obviously she's aware of the things that she's done, but I feel like she has never been asked that, which made her, like, kind of, like, taken back. So she wasn't prepared with her answers because she was like, oh. um, And because uh, this is her job, the answers are just like, well, I did this to another baby and it worked. Like, like yeah. what, what's this? Well, there's no like story yeah and the, uh, the issue was with his lip is that he wasn't latching and you know Ashley loves like to her or the bottle I think is what the issue was but I think he's okay we didn't really have a follow up which I hope we do because I, I, I hate when we have the like these like moments like family moments then like we're not told like what the outcome is because like That's we true. care for baby Dylan also and like we do we should be told we're a little resentful of baby Dylan because yeah, of the name but already. So like we need to know was the whole and also for our own sakes, like, do we go to holistic massage therapists now? Like, I don't know. I'm not a big massage person. Neither am I. I just feel I like do not like them. You know, I, for, like, you know me. I don't like being t- I don't like touch. Right, like, anyway. It's not accurate to say that I don't like being touched, but like the it's like a little too intense for me. Like I don't. It also hurts. Like some people enjoy it, and I'm very. I don't. I don't see the enjoyment. I am. It's like uncomfortable. I, I, yeah, it either hurts or I. I am a little ticklish, so <laughs> it goes between like, like uncomfortable. Right, like oh, I don't know. I I hate like it's so cringe for like an adult to say they're ticklish. Like it's like oh, but like it happens. I don't know. <laughs> It's okay. Like it's, it's a very normal thing to be ticklish. Okay. Thank you. So Thank you for normalizing that. Um, so we have a really, a really nice scene with Mia and her mom. Yeah. I feel like Mia, the last few episodes has kind of settled in a little bit. And she, I feel like the beginning of the season, she came on really strong. Uh, I know I personally felt like she kind of needed to just chill for a second and like make some friends, let us get to know her, whatever. I think she's doing a good job of that. And the scene with her mom, I feel like is the most kind of like open and raw we've seen her. And, you know, her mom is sharing some stories that are like really intense. And like, it's stuff that it's, it's a little unclear Mia's whole relationship with her mom, but it doesn't really feel like they've ever had these conversations before. Um, I agree. And I also thought the mom also seemed a little hesitant to be on camera, first of all, and to be telling these stories on camera because 
you can tell at first she was like, eh, like she wasn't going to. And then yeah. she kind of just like said what she could say or what she felt comfortable saying. And that's a lot in general, because I feel like they're also like building their relationship. So, yeah, that's always like a, a strange thing when people join these shows. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we always say like when you join Housewives, like your whole family is joining Housewives. And I yeah, it was like. You know, clearly her mom has been through a lot. You know, we know she's had struggled with addiction and clearly her relationship with Mia's father was, you know, really intense and kind of toxic, it sounds like. Um, But, you know, for her to kind of be, she's being really open with Mia. And it's, I feel like it's such a relatable thing for Mia to say, like, I have great memories of my father because He, you know, I remember the times when he was around and, you know, having fun and all of this stuff. But like when you're a kid in that situation, like that's what you're, you know, you kind of have to remember. Whereas like for her mom, it's such a, so much of this stuff is like painful memories. And so it was, I really liked seeing them be open with each other and Mia kind of like understanding more of her mom's experience right and that the fact that she doesn't want those stories to impact her the memory she has as a child which Mm -hmm. is good that she has that like right it's totally understandable um and you know she's she's drinking her limoncello i know (laughs) i'll have that wait i'm also laughing at both mine and yours notes i'm comparing them both of ours for that is mia and her mom that's it <laughs> well I, I always yeah, like, to, like when when I'm taking notes I always like write down like who's in the scene because sometimes at these dinners you're like okay so it's Karen and Robin and uh, uh, like I don't know um but yeah we get some great pronunciations this episode because we have Limoncello Giselle <laughs> trying to say charcuterie was just a <gasps> minefield like shark charcuterie like oh, I don't she even butchered that yeah it was bad I'm like Giselle like and then was, was that like, if it was like 2016, I feel like people didn't know how to say charcuterie, but like we've come to a place. Was that Candace that I couldn't tell if it was Candace or the waitress when she was finally said it and they were like charcuterie. I think that was Candace. Charcuterie. I was like, oh wow, yeah, that was funny. Do you remember, Giselle? There was a there was a TikTok, there was a girl on TikTok that went viral because she was like, she was like, Americans are so annoying. Like, it's not charcuterie, it's charcuterie. And it's like why would I say it with a French exactly. accent? Like, I'm not going to do that at a restaurant. Like, I feel like that's more disrespectful if I attempt to do it. Like, right, I'm not going to be like, can I have the spaghetti? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Wait, I know we're in the middle of a Potomac recap, but we forgot to mention. Speaking of it, what you just said, spaghetti, remind me of bolognese, which now is bringing me to Amelia and Scott and their alleged breakup. Oh, yeah, R. see R. what I did there. See how I that that led me to their breakup. So yeah, they allegedly. Lisa Rinna, Lisa Rinna, like commented a smiley face on somebody's post about that. So yeah, like, clearly. how do you know? Ha- tell me your happier daughter's like miserable and her and broken up without telling us. It's I do not think your it was. I do think it was Amelia's decision though, because I know the, the reports were swirling that basically Amelia was really unhappy about that DM drama that happened between Scott and Courtney's other ex Eunice Benjima. Um, and Am I the only one who like was questioning if that was Photoshopped or real or I mean, it was I like had real. A, I had a second of that, but also like Eunice has never been messy like that. So I don't know. Um, 
whatever. I don't know. But back, yeah, back to- Amelia, date someone else. <laughs> or Here's just our message. Be, be single else. for a minute. She's 20 years old. Be single for a minute. Um, <laughs> okay, so I feel like the last... Okay, so I do... I just want to quickly mention Karen trying on second dresses at the venue, which is interesting because the venue looks like a warehouse. Yeah. It looks like a, a it looks like a studio, like a TV soundstage from the outside. And then inside it looks, it's like this lovely, I don't know, event looking space with like crystal everywhere and flowers. Very Karen Huger, honestly, like it a little was. much, but it was, it was nice. I like how she had Wendy and Mia kind of like judging. It was kind of like a pageant. It seemed like they were t- leading her in the right direction. And then the one dress Karen, like they're both like, no, no, Karen. No. Well, no. she, okay. So she's trying on yeah, second was- dresses. And she says the whole point of this dress is so she can dance all night. Not a single dress she tried on was. She couldn't was sit. She tried well sitting in one. For that. She could not even move, I but mean, she she looks stunning. They were floor length. They were like tight to the knees. Like th- these are not dresses you wear when you want to dance all night. But whatever. She looked great. Um, I like Mia's suggestion that they need to find some runners or something for the outside. Um, She's like, oh, okay, I can't with Mia. Oh, so it's oh, this. Like her her expressions are here. so funny. <laughs> she is really fun. Like I'm enjoying her a lot more than I was. It, At the beginning of the season, I think. I, I think I'm liking her a lot. It's like we are in the group of housewives, and whenever there's a new one, like we need a minute to adjust and like bring them right. in also. So now we like I don't her. think I don't think I like I don't think I love I like her the way I like maybe like Tiffany or Crystal their first season, mm-hmm. but I, I am enjoying her presence on the show. Right. Um so then well, the, she did get so, a little messy. As usual. She got messy because she got she got a text from Giselle inviting her to Robin's birthday drinks. And Karen and Wendy were not on this text. Honestly, the, I don't feel like that's like surprising or like that strange because it was more of a casual thing. It wasn't like some big birthday party that they were like formally yeah. not invited to. It was more of just like a get together. But of course, you know. They're they're on this show for a reason. Wendy and Karen are going to feel some type of way about not being invited, and they do. Um, well, because I kind of agree with Mia in the sense where it's not Giselle's birthday. Like that is with anyone, even in real life. Like even though that is real life, but real life not with cameras. Like when someone is arranging a dinner or birthday or anything, it's not for the person organizing it's feelings. Right. It's the birthday person or the main person. So like if Robin's not having problems with, I honestly, at this point, it's up in the air. We don't know if Robin's having problems with Wendy. Like, well, Rob, I mean, Robin's not thrilled with Wendy because when Wendy was going in on Giselle in Williamsburg, it made sense why she was upset with Giselle because Ashley basically was like, Giselle told me to do this. (laughs) But with Robin, when she made that comment about her her not having a relationship, it it felt unnecessary. Like it felt, just kind of mean and also Mm -hmm. like random because it's not really true. Like it just felt like, why did she go there? And I think Robin is upset about that. Obviously I think Wendy has more of an issue with Giselle than with Robin, but it was like, she did say that thing about Robin. So 
I do I have think to she, say. I think she owes Robin an apology more than she owes Giselle an apology because I think she has a re- she had more of a reason to be mad at Giselle than Robin. I do have to say, though, that um, I think Robin is in better spirits this past few episodes. Mm-hmm. She seems like she has made a. She she goes to see a life coach yeah. this episode. I'm curious <laughs> to see where that goes. Um, she tells one of her sons, I forget which which son she was with when she was discussing it. <laughs> she's, like, was she's like, you know how mom wakes you up really late and then goes <laughs> back to bed? I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> <It's> like <laughs> yeah. Um, but so let's let's get to the birthday drinks <sighs> and the and the Charco 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 Um so you know they're kind of recapping it's the first time they've all been together since Williamsburg um and you know Candace and Ashley get into it a little bit I mean I was a little shocked to be honest I thought some of the things Candace said were like really below the belt and not nice and like they seemed they weren't even about the fight they were she was just simply name calling and and yeah I Ashley think, does get very like different. Like she was like, "What did you do? like? You just she called her a wide body. She, she called her wide bodied like yeah. three times." Okay, I think Candace is really funny a lot of the time, but I think she her problem has always been that she doesn't quite know where the line is, or if you want to look at it a different way, she knows where the line is and she enjoys crossing it. And yes. I think you know different people will feel either way about that but it's like the for most of this season so far I feel like Candace has been so on such good behavior and you know the Williamsburg trip I felt like the way she talked to Ashley in the kitchen was actually kind of great because it felt like she was calling Ashley out for doing something specific mm-hmm. and it was like yeah like Candace is right and I it was kind of weird because I know people who really disliked Candace in the past, these last few episodes were kind of like, damn, like Candace is looking good this season. Like she really seems to be like with it. And this episode, it was just kind of like, ah, and there she goes. Like, I right. think the, I think forehead is kind of funny. I think the comments about the breast milk, I think are really funny. Cause it's like, that is true. Like she literally showed up with her milk and then left. Like, of course. And like, wait, what's I, wait, I, I also I think though that making fun of someone and listen, I talk shit some sometimes, but most of the time, but I always, I've had a, like, as I got older, I always thought that talking about someone or making fun of someone for something they can't control is like not nice. So I thought that like, you know what I mean? Like, I, so I, okay. I wrote down filthy milkmaid because I thought that was funny. like, hoe is funny but, because like you can but, control being a hoe. <laughs> but the body, the body shaming is just so not necessary. I mean, it wouldn't be cool. Milk- <laughs> yeah. It wouldn't be like calling her wide bodied. It wouldn't be cool in any context saying that to anyone would be rude. Right. But to someone who literally just, just had, had a baby, baby. She just had a baby. And right. she's when she sits down at the table, I can't remember if Candace was there yet. But she's saying how it's taking her a little longer. Like, you know, the weight isn't coming off as easily as it did last time. Right. It's like, I feel like you're making your own argument weaker by criticizing a woman who just gave birth for like having wide hips it's like yeah okay 
Yeah, like, I was oh, gonna yeah, say sick, I think she's funny. Burn. She she's not the skinniest <laughs> she's ever been because she just had a baby. Yeah. Wow. I think that I agree with you. I think she actually has been pretty funny, which I think we've said too in her confessionals. But then it, but that's different because she's like, you know, it's her own stage. She's being funny. She's making jokes. But like saying it to the person's face as a dig, like you're trying to get under their skin, just like not don't make your point like don't yeah. attack you know so and i whatever. think candace has done a good job of sort of you know in the past you know andy famously said that she's a disaster on twitter you know she really has been that you know the messy one who with the insults and all of that and this season so far she's really reeled it in and i think she's kind of been more um conscious of her image like i know on social media she's really toned it down she's trying to make her music career kind of the star and like be legit with that and this like a moment like this is like when you see the the, kind of those true colors peek through a little bit and I hope that she kind of you know is a little you know says sorry or you know whatever I don't know what to expect from her but you say sorry (laughs) you, you apologize okay so this episode we get a to be continued after the scenes from the next episode and it's like what's the point like we know we know there's another episode next week we always talk about this like duh i am so happy that warmer weather is finally back and we can get back to enjoying some time in the sun but the springtime always brings those unwanted guests pollen and seasonal allergies April showers bring Mayflowers and also sniffly noses and stuffed up sinuses. Luckily for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. I have had seasonal allergies for pretty much my entire life. Unfortunately, there are definitely those days where I have canceled my plans because I simply just don't want to be out in the world because of my allergies. But luckily, Claritin is the perfect thing that you can just take at the beginning of the day. And it really helps with all of those symptoms, clearing up your eyes, clearing up your sinuses, clearing up your congestion. It's the easiest way to just get those allergies under control, whether it's in the spring, any other time of year. And it's designed for serious allergy sufferers. Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. Ready to live life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. Splash refreshers are the delicious zero-calorie beverage I'm reaching for again and again when I'm feeling thirsty for something flavorful. I believe in the three-beverage rotation on my desk at all times. One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash spices it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. Lately, my go-to office beverage has been the Splash Wild Berry flavor. It's so nice to just put a few in the fridge at the beginning of the week. Grab one whenever you want something nice and refreshing. It's just the right amount of flavor, just the right amount of sweetness. You know the vibes. When you want something refreshing, when you want something hydrating, Splash is the perfect thing to reach for. It perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. And it's available in five craveable flavors. Wild Berry, that's my favorite. Acai Grape, Pineapple Mango, Lemon, and Mandarin 
Mandarin Orange. It's there to satisfy your need for hydration with a little flavor. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Okay, let's talk about the low deck med just really quick. I feel like there's only a couple things we need to talk about. Yeah, on. for me, this was a much a filler episode. Like, well, because as we're finishing this all all female charter, we're still in limbo of Katie deciding what to do about Delaney, Delaney. or or as Lexi says, Delaney, go for Delaney. Okay, Delaney, go for Delaney. Like Delaney, can you can you please do this? And and even like now the people over other like crew members are like, did you catch Lexi? Like has no idea what her name is. And like I wish, Delaney, I, I wish Delaney would just be like, hey, it's like Delaney, Delaney. You're ma- Lexi, you're literally making it harder. <laughs> it's not. Like, what's her what's her name? Delani? <laughs> I feel like, not I feel like Katie is getting like physically ill over this. And all she needs to do is make a decision. And you know who's not helping her in the slightest? Sandy. Is Captain Sandy. Like, hey, can you just like help? Like, help? I, I wanna like, she really pissed me off because she's coming to you for advice. And you're just like, yeah. well. You know, you got to make a decision. I'm like, Sandy, like, help her. She's right. having difficulty with this decision. Can you just like, I how many think, more times can I say it? Help her. I think that's like s- such a good point because I think there's a difference between when somebody is like, you know, when somebody is like struggling to make a decision and they need to like, figure it out on their own or like, you know, they're going through something. Like, I think there is a time and a place for that. But with this, it's like, no, like she's trying to do the right thing for the boat. Like it affects everyone. Right. And so for Sandy to all of a sudden be like, it's yeah, it's not you. Like um, I, okay. This tweet I really liked. It's from um, everybody's everyone's business, but mine is a, it's another podcast. She said, Captain Sandy loves to not do shit and disguise it with an empowerment speech. And it's like, that's literally what's happening. She's no, like, yeah. She's like, I want you to make the decision. This is your call. Come on, like, step up. And it's like, um, oh, like, okay, like, I don't and okay. then she'll be like, This will really show me how Katie is as a manager and the decisions she makes. And I'm like, well, she is like exactly you said, trying to, is she going to disrupt the rest of the crew just by keeping one Matt, uh, chef Matt has been very vocal about the fact that he does not want Delaney on the boat. I was annoyed with him because he's like, it's like at the end of the day, I understand why he's annoyed, but like if Katie decides that keeping Delaney is the right decision for the interior crew, then like the cabin arrangements are like less of a big deal. I don't know. But, you know, then Sandy, of course, is like up Malia's ass because there's some issue with the jet ski and she won't tell her exactly who made the mistake. She's like, it's like who can I get in trouble today? That's like, she's like, yeah, I, f- I don't like it. I don't like when it may- gives me that little seed when I'm like, can I trust her? I'm like, remember yes. last season? Re- remember last season when Sandy was literally like, making herself look like a whole fool because she was like so team Malia and it's like really like okay but great. also because Malia is protecting her own team for something that they shouldn't necessarily get in trouble for just like a talking to and learning is not should not give you a seed of not trusting Malia you 
out can outweigh that seed that you have with all the other good things Malia has done because as a as a bosun, like it's just right. And if if you're saying that these team leads should be able to handle their own team's problem, why don't you trust Malia? Like if it was if it was Lloyd who made the mistake, why don't you trust Malia to go handle that and to Her, make right. sure he does it right? Like, why do you need to know who did it wrong when you're t- with the interior crew? You're like, don't get me involved. I don't want to know. Well, Let also, me know what you like, decide. Who did it? She goes, who did it? Like, and I was like, wait, that. So, of course, Malia was taken back and she was like, wait, it seems like you're like literally just trying to get the person in trouble as opposed to being like, hey, what happened? Like, can we fix it? Like, is everything like. Right. It's, who did it? Right. It's totally different when you approach it from a place of like, I just want to make sure everybody like knows what they're doing, like feels comfortable, all of the, it's safe, whatever. But being like, I need to know who did it. It's like plastic bag doesn't make a hole. Yeah. It was like, the yeah, quickest thing makes, she can come up with. <laughs> I remember when I was in like sixth grade in gym class, we had our, we did like a swimming mm-hmm. unit, like for whatever. One time, like, our the coach was really weird but like somebody peed in the pool which like i'm sure like everyone peed in the pool but he like found out and he literally made, i was so weird he made us like sit on like the bench uh, along the side of the pool and he was like okay like who peed in the pool <gasps> that's like terrifying for and the then, or maybe kid. it was in the shower like i don't know it was like but he was like who did it and he's like, if nobody says they did it, like everybody's going to swim laps. And so it's like, we just swam laps. Cause it's like, nobody's going to fucking raise their hand and be like, I'm the one who peed. Like, but also was, yeah. like, that's so terrible. You can't like single out, especially like a kid. I mean, granted, yeah, if like, you're middle school, whatever, you can't single someone out. That's exactly. so sad. It was, it was he was, he sucked. Um, <laughs> whatever. Well, luckily for me, our pool, our middle school pool didn't open until we, my grade graduated and went to high school. So I luckily did not have to swim in school. I was in the last class that swam in the middle school pool because it was really old and they didn't want to pay to maintain it. So they just um, like filled it in and made it like a a weird, a weird (laughs) shitty, like extra gym (laughs) with like a low ceiling. Yeah. It's not, it's like a waste of space now, but we'll see what katie decides about delani also this charter i'm glad is almost over because they're actually getting like annoying like they were nice in the beginning and fun and now like i can't stand them well the one who's always complaining about eating family style it's like bitch please like come on is the food good or not like if he's following your dietary restrictions that's the only thing that really matters and then if the food tastes good and everybody else seems happy and she's like "Eh, four out of ten yeah like please i feel bad because like they have had shitty weather so they've had to like kind of do makeshift activities but at the same time karma's a bitch bitch. every fucking time the beach picnic and they only want to stay 10 minutes and it's like i can't i can't i can't no these people all suck they do we will bring us on we will be respectful as shit i will if i ask for a beach picnic i will sit there for six hours you will and have I won't... to ask me to come back right it'll be dinner time and i'll be like fine i'll get on the boat <laughs> uh, oh, in, the, in the meantime in the meantime we'll just be sitting here talking about <laughs> not on a um, but thank you guys so much for listening we will be back tomorrow with another episode talking about Beverly Hills and everything. 
If you haven't checked out our Bravo merch collection on Shop Betches, make sure to go do that at betches.co slash Bravo merch. We have a lot of cute stuff, including our new Bravo legal team hat, which I am eagerly awaiting the arrival of mine. Uh, But yeah, go check that out, betches.co slash Bravo merch. Uh, Be sure to rate, review, follow the show wherever you listen so you never miss an episode. Um, And in the meantime, just be cool. Don't be all like uncool. Mention It All is produced by Sean Kilby and Jorge Morales Pico. Editing by Sean Kilby. Social media by Dylan Hafer. Guest booking by Nicole Pellegrino. Be sure to follow at Bravo by Betches on Instagram and Twitter. Thank you to our sponsor, Splash Refresher. Meet the water beverage that loves self-care as much as you do. Just because you have to hydrate doesn't mean it has to be tasteless. Splash Refresher makes hydration deliciously easy. Splash perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. I am going to go grab myself a wild berry splash now that I am done recording, and you should too. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Betches.